Welcome to the Be Daring Life podcast, where we teach life and leadership skills to teens and their parents. I am one of your hosts, Hudson, and I am joined today by my co-host, Rachel. Okay, guys, we're picking up on part two of our interview with Nathan Wynn. We kind of lost track of time when we were chatting because he's such a great teacher of a topic that often confuses and scares people. I hope you guys realize what an amazing opportunity we've had these last few weeks to hear these entrepreneurs give us advice on how to start a business and handle money. If you were to ask these guys to consult with you or to give a talk for your organization, it would cost you thousands of dollars, but they're sharing with you for free because they want to see you succeed. So we left you guys hanging last week with the question, how do you win the game of money? And we're going to join Nathan when he talk, where he talks about that. If you were to, if I were to quickly summarize, how do you win? How do you win the game of money, right? You take, you take life in a very simple four, four, four quadrants. Income, the money you make. Expenses, the money you spend. Assets, the things you own. And liabilities, the things you owe. Very simply, every month, you take your four types of income, you total it up, and then you see if... Uh, if it's more than your monthly expenses. Now, if you want to win the game, you want to, you don't want to look at time-based, performance-based. You want to look at what? Investment-based or benefit-based, right? But particularly, it's the investment-based. If your investment-based income is greater than your expenses, you're essentially financially independent or financially free because your money is working sweating hard for you so that it it generates enough income that pays for your lifestyle expenses so people always ask hey how do you retire what's the magic number i said how much is your lifestyle going to cost you on a monthly basis let's say ten thousand so make sure you generate enough income from your investment base that generates ten thousand a month from your investments, then essentially you are financially free, right? Because your investors is paying for your lifestyle already. You're done. You you you're essentially on the path of winning the game. Now you want to just win more, and that's it. Yeah, it's simple, but not a lot of people do it. Right. <laughs> it's not lack of opportunity, like you said, that holds people back. It's the lack of preparation. Right. But it's. It seems to me that it'd be a lot easier to do it your way than to do it the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> right? So you take the income base, uh, performance and, and, uh, and time base and, and, you, and you buy enough assets and, and that you go and invest. So that way your investment income grows over time. So once your investment income covers your, your lifestyle expenses, you are good. So that's how All you right. play the game. You just got to get out and start doing stuff. Um, I wish Hudson hadn't had trouble. He had to fall off. Uh, he just bought his first couple stocks nice. a couple weeks ago, and he is really now into it. Like he's checking it out all the time. And <laughs> it's like you said, if you're if you're just reading about it, it's different than if you're doing it. Right. Um, right. If like you uh, you say, if you don't understand the language of money, when an opportunity is right in front of you, you'll be deaf to it. Because yes. you don't understand it. Yep. That's, that's it. That's it. Uh, so, you know, I have friends who are in HR and they're always talking about how hard it is to find good people. But then there's so many people that are out of work, which is crazy to me. There's like a disconnect there that we're not teaching kids 
how to work and how to solve problems. Right. Right. I agree. Yeah. I, I completely agree. And if, if you were to ask me what would be my advice in terms of like helping those who are trying to find a job, I would say a job, uh, you know, or an employer uh, pays or somebody who's currently at an income level that they don't feel that, that they want to increase it. You know, it's about value. You know, Jim, Jim Rohn said this is very well. Don't wish things are easier. Wish you are better. Right. So the question is, are you producing more value so that people can recognize and see it so they can actually pay you what you're worth? And then if you're saying no, then then figure out how to communicate that value more clearly. But if the person is deaf and you've done everything you can to communicate that and they simply are not in a position to uh, to to pay you what you're worth and they recognize that then that's an opportunity for you to go out there and find greater opportunities that can and are able to to pay what you're worth uh, and if you can't find anybody who's paying your worth then you got to go create your own you know uh, employment and uh, and and use your skills and make it performance based go yeah. out there and do it yourself we've done three other interviews before you with young successful entrepreneurs and one of the things that every one of them said is they set out to solve a problem and that's t what turned into a business. So they, they weren't attempting to create a business when they started, but they saw a problem, found the need and filled it. So the more problems you can solve, the more value you're going to create and the more money you're going to earn. Right. I, I, I would, what I learned from, from, from my business teacher at USC was Business is nothing but a, you, you solve a problem for a profit. You solve a problem for a profit. And my takeaway was this, if that's the case, I'm going to solve the biggest problem because the bigger the problem, the, the bigger the profit, <laughs> right? Right. So, so, so you, you can either do the volume game and try to solve a lot of problems, or you stay focused on one problem that you're so passionate about solving and try to solve it and build a, 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 a business around that. So if you see a big problem that nobody wants to touch and you're passionate about solving it, you may struggle in the beginning, but you know what? That's, that's why the most, uh, uh, you know, admired and inspiring companies out there are the ones that are solving problems that people are so afraid to, to even try to solve it. Um, and, and when that happens, you're going to get a bunch of naysayers. You're going to get a bunch of people who say, dude, that's crazy. That's, but you know what? Yeah, but it, but you need people that are crazy enough to tackle the problems that nobody else wants to tackle, and then you'll be rewarded better uh, at the end because you're the one that's that stuck your neck out there and stayed the course. Yeah, and I, I think the more you solve problems, the more you see problems, and the better you get at solving them. Kind of like just getting out there and doing it, like you were talking about. Yeah. yeah. Can you talk a little bit about your root income strategy? I thought that was a great illustration about oh, the Sequoia. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, so a lot of people ask, like, so, you know, what should, you know, these four types of income, which income should I start? There's so many different things. So I started on a journey, a quest to try to figure out how can I, you know, where can, should people focus? Because at the end of the day, it's all about focus. Where should you focus um, your time, energy in order to, in terms, in terms of money, right? And so I said, I gotta look at nature because nature will give you clarity and nature's proven. 
right? Survival of the fittest. It's proven. So I said, huh, I think of money as a necessity of just, it's just like water and, 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 and plants, right? It's like blood and people. Money is like, you know, uh, uh, blood for the economy, blood for, for, for resources. Same, same thing with, with plants. So I say, look at plants. If water is money, I wonder what, which, I look at all the plants. I said, I wonder which plant is like historically the strongest, biggest, and one thing, survived the longest. And all of my research, I found the sequoia, redwood tree, like the sequoia, the big tree. They've been, they, they, they were, they're, they're, they're all once they're alive for more than thousands of years. It's the, it's the oldest like living plant or, or tree. Um, if I'm using these terms correctly, but it's, it's thousands of years old. I'm thinking, oh my gosh. And I said, wow, that's amazing. And I said, I gotta figure out, I gotta study the root system because about how, cause roots, they, get, they gotta be really smart over the years to figure out where they should focus in order to make money, right? It's to, to draw, to draw water. So you have plants that are, you could, you have lateral roots. They go wide. They go very wide, and those are very, what you call it, like very, uh, um, um, they, they were able to catch water on the surface, you know, they, they um, uh, and then you have, they're called taproot system, where they go straight down. So it's either or, straight down or across. And this is how certain trees either grow tall, or they grow, you know, big branches. And I said, wow. Okay, so which so so lateral roots means that you have multiple sources of income from different places, blah blah blah, and that's called more secure. And then you have some that are so taproot where they go straight down. It's like a couple. This guy is super focused on one income, and he grows very tall and big. So which one is right? Which one's wrong? And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this, this could be like the the battle of of arguments that nobody can can solve. And they said, no no no, no. let's look at the master tree the tree that have endured all the thousands of years. It turns out they have, they defy the biological, which is it's not either or. They had it as both. The sequoia tree is the only tree known today or, from, or based from my research, right? Known at that time of research to have both system, lateral going wide and deep. The question is, when? When does it change? So it turns out sequoia tree starts off as taproot. It's one main one going deep, and then it went wide. It's the only tree that does that. I said, boy, is this a, a, like a, a major scientific discovery. If we can apply this to finance, this would be amazing. So same thing with us. Our, for our finances, Let's stick to one thing that we can drive deep to get down to profitability, right? And then once you have that, you, you strike oil, right? Go deep enough to strike oil. You start soaking it up, right? making you strong, and then you go wide, right? Because I know a lot of people say, you have to have multiple streams of income. I said, I agree, but it's a matter of when. When should you have multiple streams of income? It's after you have one main source that have gotten you, you know, to be stable. And then you go wide. 
to even to even to give you more width. And so that is is what I I, I have in my research to explain uh, you know my methodology because because the, the book is just an uh, is just an aspect of the game like the game of right. board game where so that way you can actually test out right your strategy of how you can win right so it's about having a single source that you focus on and then you go wide with other different uh, source of income afterwards and that's how you can win the game right so just to clarify a little bit, say, say you're a person who is trading time for money right now mm-hmm. and that's where you're stuck. You feel you're stuck. So what the ideal thing for you to do would be, you keep doing that, but on the side or at night, you are building your own business, investing money, investing money from that. So, so let's say you give an example right now, somebody is working at a time-based income, right? Time-based income. Um, so, so, so actually let, let, let me, let me zoom out a little bit more, right? Let me zoom out. So you got the theory, the understanding about going deep and then going wide, right? So let's zoom out one thing and practicality here. Um, when, when we want to go, when, before a tree wants to go, go, go deep or go wide, the tree got to ask itself, what's my goal, right? Right. What's my goal? Where am I going? Is my goal to just quickly sprout really quickly and then die? Or is it, I want to be able to do it and live long time, like the sequoia tree. So it depends on what your goals are, right? So if the goal is this, so the, the, let me explain it by telling a story. A mentor of mine shared a quick story of, of somebody, of another mentee. The other mentee's goal was, I want to make a hundred million dollars. Okay, the, 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 the mentor said, great. So let me ask you this, mentee. What are you currently doing that can get you to $100 million? Crickets. Right. Silence. In other words, where is your goal? Is your goal to fly across the ocean? If so, make sure you start building a plane. Not, 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 not building a, 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 you know, a boat or not building a car right? Right. You can't build a boat. It's going to be slower. You start building a plane, but you don't build a bicycle. So many people right now, they have this amazing goal in life, but they got to, but they got to go fly over an ocean. But what they're doing right now is they're building a bicycle. So they ask yourself, is your financial goal achievable with your current income strategy? So I can, I, I can, if you want to be worth a hundred million dollars, you can't just trade time for money. You simply can't, you got to go into performance, right? You got to, because people, because you look at all the, if you study anybody who's wealthy, their money is not made based on trading their time. It's, it's about trading value and to create something, right? You look at, um, uh, Jeff Be- Bezos, right? The richest man right now, you know, he's, he's not being paid by, by, by the hour. No, he, he, for him is, you know, he is building a company that creates even more value over time. The more value he creates, the more money he's worth. That's the only way to get there. But if you're choosing a vehicle where, Hey, Rachel, you know what? I'm going to work harder and longer, but there, so Rachel, 
could you give me more than 24 hours in a day? Because boy, you know what? I'm committed to working 72 hours in a day. But then you're saying, Nathan, you're crazy. There's only 24 hours in a day. I don't care how, how, how committed you are at working. Yeah. You, you're not going to give me more than 24 hours a day. So there you go. So if they ask yourself, what's your goal? Then you say, okay, therefore, if that's the case, then my time that I'm giving can, can, does it lead to a performance income? So for example, let's say, Rachel, you, you, I work for you. So, and I work and you're paying me per hour. And I say, Hey, Rachel, you know what? You know that I'm, I'm, I'm working really hard, but Rachel, I have a big goal in my life and I need to, and in order to hit my goal, I need more. So Rachel, would you mind, and I would negotiate with you, would you mind if I would take on sales? I want to help you get more accounts. And, 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 and in return, would you pay me on performance? Which means that just pay me my, my, my standard hours, but I want to work extra to bring you more money, to bring more money for your company. And I just want a piece of it. Would, would that be okay with you, Rachel? There you go. And, and for you, there's no risk. There's no risk for you because I, you would only pay me if I performed. Right. So if you're, if, if that's how I would negotiate with you. If, if you say, yeah, Nathan, then that I'll make you money by making, I, I make more money by making you more money. It's fair. So that's how I would negotiate. So I went, I went deeper. Yeah. You, you see people that go in, um, I have friends that hire people and they're like, this kid just came in and said, I want to raise and they have nothing to back it up. You know, they haven't really been doing their work. They just think, because I ask, I should get one. Yeah, you're not the one that's going to get the raise. The one that does what you just said will be the one to get the raise. Yeah, I'll be like, hey, Rachel, you know what? Do you mind if if, 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 if I take on the, uh, more projects? Right. If I take on more projects. So that's called going deeper, right? But if I go deep enough where where I, I, I hit uh, uh, a rock, then I, I got to find, I, I got to either go around it or go through it. So either Rachel, I, I become your partner where I'm going to now help you grow your business. But if you block me, then I'm going to, I would have said, you know what, Rachel, I have to, I have to bring my, my, my talent somewhere else to work for somebody else and make them money. Right. And because I, I, I just want a piece of it because I, the vehicle for me to get to my goal, I can't, can't, it's not being possible here. So that's the key. So you got to know what is your goal. And then you got to look at the game, time-based, performance-based, investment-based. Will it get me there? So another performance. Can I perform to 100% of my, uh, my, my ability all the way to 100 years old? Uh, maybe not because of health reasons. So I got to make sure that my money also works hard for me as well. So at some point, I got to be able to use my performance income and turn that into investment income. And, and that's the reason why you have different, diff, different types, right? We've seen a, a good example of this just with what our society is going through right now. So many people had no cushion for an emergency. Right. It's so sad that, you know. Yeah, the average person, uh, the, you know, the, um, the average person uh, can't, uh, can't handle a $400 emergency expense. Right. An average American, to be exact. A prosperous nation like us, where we I know, so I know, it's crazy. It's absolutely. I, that's the reason why it's 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 just like we are one of the most uh, uh, respected organ uh, country. Yet our financial literacy as a nation 
is is embarrassing. Yes. But we're going to change that, right? <laughs> we're going to change it together. I mean, if everybody have the money smarts, right? Everybody gets to develop the skills. Our whole nation is going to become wealthier and richer. Right. So tell us a little bit about the game that you created. So the, the, the game is, is um, a lot of people call it, it's kind of like Monopoly on steroids. Um, and, and what it is, is, you know, Monopoly is really fun. Uh, I, I mean, I, uh, I love Monopoly. I mean, I, I, to the point where I actually hold workshops where I would play against 30 kids at the same time. And I, and I would, <laughs> and, and I would actually put, put out different rotations and I would play, you know how like you know, the movies that you play chess against multiple people, I was playing that against teams uh, of, of students and I would win them all, which is crazy because it's all about understanding the bigger game, right? And then once I play it for so many years, I just said, there gotta be a more better way to teach real financial rules, real financial uh, um, and accounting principles. So I developed this, uh, uh, this game where your entire life is dictated by what? Income, expense, assets, and liabilities. And I, I factor in all of the timelines, just like every month, what you gotta do, every year you gotta pay your taxes. And then there's real life situations where you actually really make uh, decisions and into a board game. So this board game is, is made available uh, through for schools and universities and high schools, and it's through facilitated. So right now the game, the, the board game is, is so intense that it's, it's, it's currently, uh, its version is, is facilitated version where a, a parent or a teacher that understands it can then facilitate it for a group. In about three or four months uh, from now, this is uh, what, um, uh, so at the end of um, uh, 2020 here, we will have uh, a, 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 an app where, where that, will, that will become much more, well, you don't need a facilitator uh, that understands the rules or, or then that everybody could be able to play because we're, we're investing a lot of time, money, and, and resources to build all the logic of, of finance, everything into this app uh, where it has, um, so where you don't no longer need a facilitator to actually play the game. But yeah, so uh, I'm really excited about that. And um, yeah, it's just gonna be, uh, it's just gonna be able to allow people to simulate financial uh, 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 situations using real numbers, uh, using real financial logic, accounting laws and principles, and with real life scenarios, and you gotta make decisions and see if you can win or lose. And so everybody starts out however they want to start out, whatever, whatever age, and they have it up until 100 years old to win. And if they don't, the, the game recycles. And the good thing about this is you can lose in the game and you get to restart again. Uh, so that way in real life, you don't have to lose because there's no backward. You, there's no reset. Once, once in real life, you can't reset it, but in the game, you can. So that's that. That's awesome. Uh, you, you also have something else coming out, another game too, right? Yeah. So there's, uh, there's, uh, there's, there's another card game that I, that's called, uh, because one thing that I find uh, a lot of students struggle with is communication and, uh, uh, skills and how to make deals, right? How to make deals between people, how to make deals between business and businesses. Um, and in life, I find that now students are so educated, but so unskillful. <laughs> so it's like they are, uh, 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 I see them as like they're a walking book in a world of digital 
uh, encyclopedia. I don't care how how much you remember in your brain, you're not going to remember more than the than the digital digital encyclopedia, which is Mr. Google, right? So unless you have skills to use your knowledge, you're not going to compete with somebody Googling your fact. You can be a walking dictionary, but you won't be uh, as 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 valuable if you can actually monetize through being skillful. So one skill that I find that would transcend, you know, generation, obviously is first is money, but number, but in order to have that skill is communication. You gotta be able to communicate how to make deals, how to make win-win-win deals, not just win-win, but win-win-win. And so that's called the, the trade-up card game. And so, um, and, and I'm, I'm so yeah, so I, I'm constantly and, and the reason why I create these games and like, you know, you said, Rachel was I'm, I'm teaching a lot and a lot of universities would hire me to to fly out there and do all these workshops. And you know how students are. If it's not fun, they don't want to do it. Right. And so I create these fun ways to teach real life skills um, that gets them to really develop professional skills that are going to help them become more valuable in the marketplace. Um, and that's the communication skills, money skills, et cetera. The card game's not out yet though, right? No, the card game is, is, is currently not out, uh, but it will be. And currently it's, it's, uh, it's on NathanTheWin.com. Um, it's in, uh, it's currently in beta for, for teachers that I, that I work with. Um, but, but once, once we have, uh, right now with, 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 with the COVID-19, it's put on hold right now. But after this, so in about a couple months, it should become available for everybody. Um, and we're probably going to digitize it because of COVID-19, um, like everything. We're going to digitize everything. <laughs> That's awesome. A lot of people aren't willing to invest in themselves. You know, I think Brian Tracy says you should invest 3% of your income in yourself, which I think is an awesome uh, place to start. A lot of people are like, well, I don't have the money to invest in my education, my money education, but they're out there buying iPhones and they have cable and they drive a newer car. It's all a matter of your priorities. Right, right. I, 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 the, what, the way I look at it is we are a walking mint. We print money. All of us, we print money. So my question, if you want to print more money, you want to invest and, 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 and you're, you are the machine. So shouldn't you upgrade your machine so you can print more money or bigger bills? That's up to you, right? No, you can still operate in the old machine that prints out money slowly in small denominators and, and, and your parts are like outdated. Sure, sure you can do that, right? But if you're willing to upgrade you as the machine who prints money, yeah, you know, and you know what? Right now, even if you don't upgrade anything, put better gasoline in your in your mint money machine, right? Don't put 87 gas, put 91 gas for for sakes, right? Buy buy some books, get your get your pump pump better gasoline so you can your engine fires faster, right? So you can make better decisions. Um, I was I was reading a book. It was it was like everybody's born with with creativity, but uh, and and thinking abilities, but they're not born with with decision making skills. Right, so you got to develop that, and so you got to invest in yourself because you're the print, you are the mint, you print your own money. So you, because you create value. So if you don't invest in yourself, 
don't blame anybody else when you are printing little money, right? <laughs> so, yeah, and don't be afraid of failing. Yeah, that's yeah. the big thing. You know, we're talking a lot about money this whole um, episode, but it's really, it's really not about money, because if money was your only objective, that that would not be a great purpose in life. It's about control and having freedom and being able to help more people. Um, it's not just money, 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 right? Right. I and mean, it's, it's like, if you want to help somebody, you got to have money in order to do it. And, and, and I'll tell you the reason why, because money buy time. That's it. In order to help somebody, you got to have time. And the only way you can buy, uh, get time, you have to buy it. it. That's the most expensive thing today is time right? Because we can't, we can't get more of it. So in order for us to help other people, we need to buy back ourselves time, right? That's the reason why I need to figure out a way to make more money. Because the more money I make, the more money I can buy, buy back my time. So that way I can be on podcasts with Rachel and Hudson and you know, all this fun stuff, right? Because because Rachel, I mean, look, if I'm struggling financially, Rachel, I don't think I would have the time to sit here and talk to you. Right. Yes. That's it. And I, and I would have missed out on all of this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You take, we've taken up a lot of your time though. Is there anything else you want to add? Um, you know, I, I would end with, with just defining what preparation is, you know, life is all, you know, opportunities are there out there for you. And I cheer everybody on to create their own luck, to grab their opportunities. And I, I say that again, to create your own luck. Because it's opportunity is it's luck is when luck is defined by Abraham Lincoln is preparation meeting opportunity, and so preparation and uh, the way I define it is this: to become more lucky, to create your own luck, be more prepared. How so? Preparation has four ingredients: increase your knowledge, read some books, develop some skills, do something with what you read. Gain some experience, do it over time, or talk to, discuss with somebody else to leverage other people's experience. And ultimately, you know, um, clarify and, 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 and become one in building your character. So knowledge, skill, experience, and character. If when you level up your knowledge, experience, skill, and character, you essentially become more prepared. And when you are more prepared, you become more lucky. And that's how you create your own opportunity. And that's how I wish everybody success that's listening to this podcast. And I thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Nathan. Um, it's been great talking to you. I really appreciate you taking out the time out of your schedule to do this. Um, if you guys want to find Nathan, you can find him at his website at Nathan Nguyen. That's spelled N-A-T-H-A-N. N-G-U-Y-E-N dot com. Um, you can find his book there or on Amazon, Money Smarts. Um, his game's also on there. And any other place we can find you, Nathan? Um, that's it. It makes it very simple. Thank you very so much. Okay. If you like our content, please visit our website at BeDaringLife.com or our Facebook page at BeDaringLife. We would love it if you would subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. The more reviews we get, the more visible our podcast is and the easier it is for people to find us in the great community that we are building together.
So go out and be daring. <laughs>